0: How do you revive an old brand? My name is Stephen Pope. I'm the founder of my Amazon guy. In this video, I have purchased a brand called Lily Posh. There's a million dollars in merchandise and cogs sitting in a warehouse, and now it's my job to move it. So I've partnered up with a friend who's helping me with this. And so as you can see, this is an older listing. It has 50 reviews on it but not a single product, not a single sale has occurred on the brand Lily Posh in over two years. And you can check it yourself if you want to look at the BSRs on many of the dozens of SKUs and products. In fact, we have 1,000 SKUs of merchandise to move and over a million dollars in inventory. So Our challenge is quite high, and the mission that I'm on is to show you how we're going to do it. So this is us in the beginning stages. We just got the trademark approved. We just got the brand registered with Amazon, and as of this morning, we just got the brand store published. In fact, I have not even looked at it before. This is me looking at it for the first time. So we had a really basic brand store. We just wanted to get something up so that when somebody clicks on the product on the brand name like this, it goes to a brand store. So phase two of the brand store is going to be listing some product. By the way, if you don't know this, you can actually follow brands on Amazon. If you click follow enough, if you have enough followers, you gain the ability to market those followers. So if you've got product inserts, you're looking for an idea, I keep one of my own product inserts on my own desk here. I'll go to the full screen so you can see it. This is a insert, more of a postcard that I send to my own uh, sellers out there trying to get more business. And here you can see all the things that we try and tell sellers about, PPC, SEO design, and catalog work. You can do the same thing as an Amazon seller. You can put product inserts into your listing, uh, into your packaging that the consumer receives. Give them that ability to go and take an action. One of those actions could be follow our store on Amazon. And by the way, if you post a picture of you wearing our product, we'll give you a $20 promotion to our Amazon store. All of this is white hat. You're sending them right back directly into Amazon. So one of the next things we're gonna have to do though is create a bunch of sub pages and separate this out. Just like you would see a regular clothing brand have, you need to have links to all of the sub uh, clothing references, whether they're shirts, T-shirts, clothing, pants, uh, all those parkas and things that you wear on the shoulders and all those good things. So that's the next stage. But sometimes just having the bare minimum Just get started. You bought a bunch of things. You got to turn this around. Where do you start? Well, I would start by co-opting the old listings, getting everything in the entire catalog listed for sale on Amazon. You do not need to ship into FBA in phase one. You can go live with all of the former product you've purchased. Now, obviously, if I'm listing or launching a single two, three SKU brand, I'm going to go directly into FBA every time. But in a thousand SKU situation, who knows what's actually going to sell? So what I like to do is create an onboarding program where as something starts to sell, I'll migrate it over to FBA. I have thousands of SKUs to work with. I've got secondary photos where we need to move and change different products, sizes, charts, all of the information about the product. I've got Uh, bullet points I need to get listed. So that's kind of one of the very first things I'm gonna do is I'm gonna list all the product out. I'm gonna build out all of the parentage so I can connect all of the important skus together. We've got different colors for the same product as you can see here. I'm pretty sure that's a Photoshop job. They probably took the original photo in one color and then Photoshop the other colors on top of it to save some cash. Pretty normal in clothing brand categories. So we've got description, but what we don't have yet is A-plus content. No A-plus content, no brand story up yet, and these are urgent items that need to get built out. So that's what we're going to do is we're going to build out some A-plus content. We're going to build out a brand story. Here is what it could look like if we had one of our listings built out fully. We're going to go over to my Smudge Sticks, who might be purchased by the same brand like Lily Posh. So down here, we have a brand story. I can go to the right I can click on different products. This is fantastic because you can increase your average order value if you have your brand story built correctly. Not only can you say how you got started, stuff some extra keywords in there. You can also link to other products, which is extraordinarily valuable. A plus content just as is important. And by the way, if you submit 15 A plus contents, you can get premium A plus content. Look how gigantic this photo is. It's very nice. I really like how the design came out on this. I mean, this photo takes more than one scroll to view in its entirety to get all that positive energy. You got to scroll quite a bit. Really cool things you can do with A plus content, especially premium A plus content. But most importantly, my favorite part of A plus content is this product grid where we can cross contaminate, cross pollinate even are other products, and you can link to these other products. And so probably what I'm going to do, you know, I, I just paused the video for a second to kind of reflect on this, but I'm going to go ahead and update my brand store so that it has a section for fleece, sweater, sweatshirt, zippers, and jackets. And I'm going to have all of these sub pages built out so that you'll see them right here. And I'm probably going to do the same thing with the secondary uh, product grids down here. I'm going to link to those other products and make a splash like that. Moving to the back end data, let's just click edit on one of these products at random. Let's see if my team has built out the SEO yet and let's go over to all of the product details. So in here, we've got product description. Some of this was probably pre-written when we purchased the brand. We've got bullet points and down here we have generic keywords. So Sherpa, pullover, long woman, fuzzy fleece, sweatshirt, sleeve, zipper, ladies jacket, warm sweater. That's actually in pretty good shape so far. And one of our goals, of course, is to rank this product or index it. That is, show up on Amazon' search page as frequently as possible to connect with other products and to basically show up and take some market share from anybody that's looking for something of similarity. Uh, so that's one of the one of the things we're going to be focused on. Special features does show up uh, on occasion on some listings. I'll be honest, I don't know what it will look like on a clothing lifestyle, some of these other things can show up. You can go ahead and select these and, and get them put in because if you do fill them out, so like let's say this is a casual product, it can help the product be found more frequently. Target gender, if you don't have that filled in, you won't your, your, your buyer won't know, is this for me? Is it for my spouse? Is it for my significant other? You got to put your target gender in there because if you don't, then you may not be indexed for females looking for fleece sweaters, right? That's a super important thing. Sizing, I'm glad to see that this is filled out. So we've got extra large and I don't know what alpha means, alphanumeric, okay, okay, that kind of makes sense. Uh, Apparel size system, we're using the US's, which is kind of forced when you're on the US side. Material, that's a super important one. Fabric type, super important. So all of these things need to be filled out because it helps the consumer find what they're looking for color a very important aspect so if we went to this yep it's white perfect we fit and made sure it looked good on that so we've got some of the basics already done variations also something that can be filled out you can build out parentage you'll see here there is a parentage already built out for this item Uh, we've got white pink gray green and black with various different sizes looks like we don't have any mediums available in white so that's going to gray out Typically speaking, I'm not a big fan of dual parentage, but in clothing, it's kind of critical. So if you have something that's out of stock in one color, though, it'll show up as gray. It's not as good of a consumer experience. So you can see on the white there, I didn't have the medium. But if we go over to one of the other colors, it seems like it's in stock on the others. So, when, well, we didn't exactly manufacture or order it this way. We're just taking it how it was delivered because we bought an old brand that had been doing nothing on Amazon. So now we have the intellectual property. We own the trademark. We filed that. We got the brand registered. We just got the brand store live this morning. And we've got a lot of the basics filled out from parentage, title, secondary images. But there's so much more to do. Now we have to do some keyword research and figure out what do we need to focus on. So let's take one of the words from the title. We'll just take fleece Sherpa jackets for women. We'll go ahead and uh, go directly over to Amazon.com and type it in. And what we're going to be looking for here is to try and find listings that have really good rankings. Often we'll have thousands, if not hundreds of reviews. And I do use one of my Chrome extensions to load some of the BSRs right on the search page. I believe this one is called DS Quick View. Uh, if you want to buy the pro version, it's like 10 bucks. Uh, but in, in any case, it saves a little bit of time, uh, although it's not loading very fast right now. It will load the rank. It'll say who it's sold by. So we've got a little sold by Amazon popping up here. And it, it allows us to do keyword research a little faster. Now, in this case, rank not found. I don't know if that's bugging out or whatnot. Looks like the entire category is experiencing the same problem. We'll hit the F5 button to refresh the page, see if we're getting that same experience twice here. It is a little unusual for rank not to be found. Uh, it's a clothing category, I would expect, expect it to always be found. All right, well, it looks like rank not being found is a thing today. So, what we'll do is we'll basically gauge this based on some reviews here. Pretty safe to say the one with 4,500 reviews is going to be a pretty good one to look at. So, what we're going to do is we're going to take that ASIN, we're going to head over to Cerebro and Helium 10. Sometimes I click it by clicking on the keyword rank right here. And we'll go on over into Cerebro inside of Helium 10. In here, we're going to start doing some keyword research to figure out like, hey, how am I supposed to rank on this product? Zero sponsored keywords, but 8,100 organic. So very far off our ideal um, golden ratio of one to two. But when you're the Grand Slam winner and you own the market, you can get away with not running ads But for 98% of us out there, us regular Joe Schmo sellers trying to launch an old brand like Lily Posh, and to try and bring it back from the crypts of death, we're going to have to do some advertising. There is no doubt about it. So, but in any case, we can still look at the data here and see what's going to be the most relevant. More than 50 keywords are showing up in organic slot number one. We've picked a really big winner. So what we're going to do is we're going to sort this by search volume and try and ascertain what we should focus on. If we use the filter for keywords in rank one through 20, this is going to give us a pretty good idea, filtered by search volume, on what keywords we could probably start to focus on ourselves from the get-go. Now, there are some more sophisticated ways to run what I like to call SEO phase zero by looking at 10 ASINs simultaneously and ranking them by relevancy. But for those of you who are just getting started and you're watching this video for some more basic SEO analysis, this will be more of your cup of tea. Uh, But if you do want some of that advanced stuff, go check out some of my other SEO videos. In here though, we're just going to filter rank one through 20 with a search volume from largest to smallest. So zip up, Columbia fleece jacket women. I don't know if Columbia is a brand or if it's a type of jacket, truth be told. White jacket, zip up jackets for women. Uh, don't even know what that means. Tomorrow's, par- oh, that's Spanish. Uh, okay, probably same, same tor- sort of thing here. Notice that there's 5,000 search volume. That's a pretty high search volume in Spanish. Definitely a keyword I'm gonna wanna pay attention to. I'm gonna guess that's probably jacket for women or something along the lines, but don't make any assumptions. You need to check this out. So if we tape this in and try and translate it to English jackets for women, I was spot on. Good game. Three years of high school Spanish going well for me now. So if we're going to go to the back end of the data, we're going to want to have those keywords in the listing. So Spanish keywords not yet in my keyword section. I'm going to go ahead and just paste it straight in there. Now, you want to be careful. Don't go over that 250 bytes, not to be confused with characters. If you go over 250 bytes, that is, they don't count spaces against you then you will not be able to save the listing. It should be grayed out. and Well, it's not grayed out, but it should be. And you don't want to save it with a red error message because it, will, it could potentially lead to you not being even indexed. So I'm going to delete the word season, comfy, and let's see if that gets us down to the under 250. Almost, not quite. So down here, uh, we've got a little bit of Spanish on the end already. Do we have the word para twice? Well, there's an extra space. That won't matter. The word outwear that should put us right on the cusp of 250, it does. So that's that's a great a case example of how to optimize and look for keyword opportunities. Other things in the title of the product will be very important. Uh, if we look at white jacket, zip up. So if we go to the listing here, uh, let's make sure we've got one of the like to like items that we're looking at. So Sherpa lined fleece, full zip, hooded jacket. Looks like I'm in the kind of the rights category to be here. So if we did a Control-F for Spanish, obviously no Spanish on the front end of this listing yet. But if we look for Zip, we've got 23 references of Zip, one in the title, one in the bullets, lots in the advertisements showing up from competitors. Uh, looks like a manufacturer's A-plus content was showing up on this listing, which is kind of peculiar. I'm not sure if we made this or if this is how it came. Uh, a little bit of Disney products showing up, so I'm a little unclear why this is showing up. Uh, but that's sometimes what happens when you purchase an old brand. Uh, oh, oh, this is, uh, this is the competitor's product. <laughs> that would explain it completely. All right, let's go to my own product listing. Uh, that's embarrassing. All right, so let's go over to my own fleece pullover here and we're going to click on the see more, uh, zip shows up multiple times. We've got zip ups, zips up multiple times in the bullet points, which is good. No way plus content yet. That's something we're going to rectify very quickly. All right, so that gives you kind of an idea of where you're gonna start when you're looking at this. You're gonna look at the keywords in rank one through 20. You're gonna filter it by search volume, then you're gonna just go systematically down this list and figure out what keywords need to be inside of my title, which ones need to be inside of my search terms, my bullets, my description, and my A plus content. All of these are gonna be important because they're at the top of the search volume rankings, many of which are in Spanish. So this is a good case in point. Why Spanish keywords need to be on your list of keyword research. If you ignore Spanish, you will be ignoring a sizable, uh, lesser developed, lesser performing keyword section because people who speak Spanish may not speak English natively and they're an underserved market. Spending more time on Spanish keywords on your listing could produce faster sales results, faster indexing, faster ranking, more traffic and more sales. So it could be very, very important for your brand. All right, once you've got all of those optimized attributes filled out, you've basically done the basics. Your next thing is, okay, I need to actually launch the brand. So you're gonna set up the inventory. I've got FBM inventory in here, but one of the next most important things is to duplicate the SKUs. So I've got FBM. Let's see if that's been done already on this listing. It hasn't, so I've got FBM versus FBA. Uh, and we're gonna what we're going to do is we're going to go inside and we're going to duplicate all of the SKUs. This is totally white hat, by the way. No gray stuff ever on my videos. In the far right, you can go ahead and click uh, add another condition. This will duplicate the listing. Uh, you can fill out the quantity, all that regular Joe Schmo stuff. But what I really recommend you do is put in the same ASIN SKU, rather, same SKU right here, but then change the suffix. So right up there, I changed the suffix to FBA. This will help you keep track of your products and SKUs separately. We're going to switch this over to an FBA SKU. You're going to have all of the other same things could be the same price, $27.99. We're going to do new condition, but we're going to ship it in by FBA. And then once we hit save on this, notice, uh, by the way, I actually don't recommend putting Anything in lowercase on SKUs, I think it's very important that you keep everything in uppercase when you're doing skew naming conventions. Because if you have stuff in lowercase, you can often see some uh, some problems. Some skew naming errors are very frequently in common. Plus, then you don't have to worry about lowercase i's, l's, etc. Looking like uppercase and all that bullcrap that that entails. Uh, so, do all caps in skews very much recommended. Um, But if you're buying an old brand like we are, sometimes you just keep whatever system they have in place to keep it easy. But if I hit save and finish on this, that second SKU will come up. Uh, It will also prompt you to send it in, print and apply Amazon barcodes. You can go straight into an FBA shipment. By the way, they did get rid of the old FBA shipment process. If this new process is new to you, head on over to mag-school.com. We got courses on everything, including the new FBA Logistics course, which will walk you through how to do the new shipment process. You can see all the modules and things that we cover, how to create the shipment, and we even give you a certificate so that you can prove you know the material to others, your employer, and whoever else. Get your employees certified at Mag School today. So go through the barcode process, apply and print those out, hit Confirm, Uh, And then you can label your products and start shipping those in. Once you have your SKU shipped in, you'll get that nice Prime badge straight onto the listing. Not as critical uh, when Prime 2-Day is kind of under attack right now. I made another video about the death of 2-Day Prime. If you haven't seen that video, I talk about how 2-Day Prime is becoming 2-5-Day to Prime. And when you add something to your car, Amazon is automatically shipping it to you much slower. So if you're wondering why there are so many dang cancellations on your account right now from consumers canceling and then reordering, that's why. So check out this Death of Two Day Prime video next. That'll help you out. My name is Stephen Pope, and I'm the founder of My Amazon Guy.